Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, not only do we have a woke update of the week for you, we've got the wake uh, wake you up update of the week here as well. I like how uh, David Noble's starting that one for us here because uh, with 2024 right around the corner, we've got to wake some people up about the real record of liberal Senator John Tester. David Noble, great to see you. Hey, great to be here. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, well, uh, kick it off here. What's, uh, what's the wake you up? update of the week here okay here here here's the news on john tester okay heritage foundation has a a political action committee called heritage action um, which gives uh scores for senators and representatives uh that's basically a conservative conservative type scorecard and they give a they give a percentage um and what i found last night is that for the 117th Congress, which was 2021 and 2022, John Tester received a score of 0%. 0% from Heritage Action, and his lifetime score from Heritage Action is 6%. And they've got a whole list of votes. I think the one, the one that I, I think is important to remember today is the Consolidated Appropriations Act, H.R. 2617, uh, approximately $2 trillion in blowout spending uh, after Congress had already uh, passed $5 trillion of spending um, uh, previously for COVID, and, and that's what triggered all the inflation. So you've got John Tester up there with a 0% score from Heritage Action voting in favor of that t- approximately $2 trillion blowout spending package that triggered all this inflation. Um, and, you know, people need to know this. Yeah. Yeah. And and by the way, don't just take our word for it. Dr. Pat Barkey from the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. I'll never forget. There was a morning. Uh, Travis includes his economic updates uh, in uh, some of our breaks here on the show. And he specifically pointed out that what really sparked the the high rise in inflation, so your grocery prices, every the price you pay for everything, what sparked inflation, he points to that specific piece of legislation. He said that's when inflation really started skyrocketing was after that massive federal spending bill. And this also is a good reminder of the overall hypocrisy of liberal Senator John Tester. When he ran in 2006 for the United States Senate, he campaigned against the national debt. The national debt was only six trillion back then, uh, which was bad. Now it's thirty-two trillion dollars, and all of that is on the shoulders of John Tester. He's voted for all of it all along, and he's he's refused to want to cut spending. He's demonized Montanans that that want to cut spending and balance the budget. Uh, he's directly responsible for the inflation, and and you know he thinks this is free money. I guess, I guess John Tester thinks this is free money, but what people need to realize is that no, we're paying for that trillion dollar spending package that, that that john tester voted for we're paying for that every single day when we go and get groceries when we fill up with gas you name it yeah exactly in fact uh we know that in montana income went up uh you know take home pay went up based off the overall numbers i know some of our listeners will be like didn't for me uh but uh but all of that was wiped away by the inflation that was handed to us by John Tester and Joe Biden. It was all completely wiped out. So thankfully, Montana's economy is doing better than the blue states. But John Tester's inflation is still wiping away those gains. Here is your Montana news. 
A person of interest is sought in connection with a homicide in Billings. On February 28th, police responded to a call of a suspicious death on the 1600 block of 12th Street West. The deceased was a 48-year-old female, and the case has been upgraded to a homicide investigation. Police are looking for Terrell Spotted Wolf, a 30-year-old male, 5 feet 9 inches, 200 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. If anyone has information on Terrell Spotted Wolf, please call Billings Police Dispatch at 406-657-8200. That's 406-657-8200. A cave-in at the Signal Peak Energy Mine near Roundup has injured three miners. The accident occurred Tuesday night in a busy section of the coal mine called the Long Wall. KTVQ reported that the cave-in trapped these three miners who were rescued by the mine's extraction team. All three are in a Billings hospital with serious injuries. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. We'll see sunshine today and some increasing clouds this afternoon, especially towards Bozeman, where a few snow showers are possible later this afternoon. High temperatures will range from the mid-30s in Bozeman to the lower 40s in the Billings area. Still a chance for some scattered snow showers around the Bozeman vicinity mainly, otherwise partly to mostly cloudy tonight. Low temperatures will be back to about 19 degrees in Bozeman, with low temperatures in the mid-20s expected in the Billings area. For your Friday, we can expect more clouds than sunshine. Still some snow shower chances are Cross areas towards Bozeman, otherwise still staying dry into Billings. High temperatures on Friday to 29 in Bozeman, near 40 in Billings. Friday night, partly to mostly cloudy skies, so lows from 9 above in Bozeman to the upper teens to around 20. 263. That's 406 201 6263. 406 201 6263. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, jumping right back into it. Hey, uh, you know, the the wake-up update of the week on Liberal Senator John Tester, I think can also tie into our woke update of the week here this morning with David Noble as well, here joining us every Thursday on this show. Uh, Yeah, so the wake-up update on uh, Liberal Senator John Tester's record, uh, his hypocrisy, and how he has been driving inflation. Uh, He's been driving up the cost of everything from groceries and more due to his federal spending programs uh but the woke update of the week this ties in here uh so there was a uh i think i believe it was senate bill 99 uh the bill by state senator john fuller in the state legislature in helena in the capital uh it's rare that united states senators will weigh in on legislative bills just because they figure hey hey, look i'm I'm not i got enough to worry about in washington i'm not going to weigh in on the helena stuff i'm going to let our lawmakers do their thing right But John Tester actually came out against bills that would protect kids from these radical transgender surgeries and these radical uh, transgender medications that could cause osteoporosis in kids, could sterilize these kids for the rest of their life. Lifelong harm that would be caused by this decision that they might be allowed to make as, as little kids. Uh, but uh, this kind of ties in with the woke update of the week because of more and more states uh, you've been tracking are are advancing measures to protect kids. Yeah, and let, let, let me just say that the whole the whole John Tester sort of weekly update, I, I think that the the mainstream media 
any other media in Montana is not going to be telling the Montana people about who John Tester really is. There, there's nobody else. Exactly. That's, there, there's nobody else going to be holding Tester accountable other than you and this program and the callers and the listeners of this program. And so it's up to us. It's our job to get the word out about the truth about John Tester. And I think from from. A couple of weeks ago until Election Day 2024, we need to be talking about John Tester's actual record. We've got the voting records. We know what he's done. We know what he said. He needs to be called out. Um, and and this, this latest one um, – uh, is is a perfect example of it. Uh, he, he for him to for him to take these positions and then and then pretend that he's some you know true true Montanan a, a dirt farmer you know all of this stuff that he's so good at playing up and you got to give him you got to give him credit he's incredibly good at being a phony guy pretending he's just like all the farmers in Montana and, and he looks the part I mean you know if if you just if you didn't know anything about him and you saw him you'd be like oh cool hey yeah flat top missing some fingers till you find out oh he shoved his hand in a meat grinder yeah and he's the one making decisions about whether our economy is going to get put through the meat grinder or not okay ah you know it makes you look at things in a different light that way but uh right so so i was going to do for the woke update of the week um again a more of a positive woke update a lot of these woke updates have been hey here's a here's an example of some democrat acting totally loony uh saying some ridiculous stuff and we've had some good ones last week it was uh that that polling data from rasmussen came out that you know only only 10 20 percent something like that of, of the American people agree with some of this radical woke ideology. Other really good news coming out from all across the, uh, the country, the latest Mississippi um, bans uh, child genital surgeries and sex hormone treatments for little kids in um, Mississippi. And, and this follows a number of other states that have also done similar bills. Um, other, the other states that have prohibited – and, of course, you know, the way that the, the, way that the media kind of uh, – calls this is that they're, we're banding that, that Republicans are banning gender affirming care when in reality gender affirming care is actually care that would affirm uh, the person's uh, sex that they were that, that they are their biological sex that's what you affirm when <laughs> yeah. when when you provide care to, to change their sex that's not affirming that's, that's actually gender changing. changing care yeah. well and also I think as as the Republican legislators in Helena, I thought they did a really good job when you watch some of these hearings, like on Senate Bill 99 or on uh, – I'm forgetting the legislation by the specific bill number by uh, Representative Amy Regeer on the House side. But it, it's very interesting to watch the, the testimony in the hearings back and forth because the Democrats would – you know. Uh, would the, the guys would just uh, click their high heels in anger in protest, you know, because because uh, they, because they didn't have an argument. All they have are their feelings. No, that's right. And and so they would say, "You're banning gender affirming care." Uh, no, actually, um, we're not banning gender affirming care because it, in these now you may not like what these gender affirming care clinics are doing, or as you correctly put it, gender altering uh, care clinics are doing. It, you can still provide services, mental health services, uh, counseling to kids who are gender confused, right? But what we're just saying is certain procedures will right. not be allowed, like chopping off their body parts, like giving them medications that would lead to osteoporosis or sterilization. Right. And the Democrats did not have a counter to that. Even their own transgender lawmaker, the guy from Missoula that chopped off his body parts and went through the full surgery, he did not have a response to that 
to that logical argument that, hey, you're claiming that this bill bans what you would refer to as gender-affirming care. It does not. It simply says these procedures won't be allowed because they cause permanent harm in kids. No, that's right. And all of their arguments in response are complete logical fallacies. Um, and, and just to finish what I was saying earlier, similar similar um, protections for children have also been passed in Alabama, Arizona, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Utah. And then, of course, the courts have blocked some of those. But all across the country, all across the country, you're seeing these states protecting kids. Um, it's really important, I think, that, that Montana goes and protects these kids. But, I, but, but you're right, but they don't really have much of an argument in response. And I've noticed sort of a lack of major Democrat leaders really coming out and, and saying, I support uh, uh, genital genital surgeries for kids. I support that. And then there was a there was a recent uh, little clip from a hearing where it really reminded me uh, of a classic Ted Cruz moment with um, an environmental group and and the the logical fallacies that they use. We can talk more about it. In a second. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about that right after the break. As you can tell, David Noble's on a roll. We'll keep rolling right after this. Reporting from the Montana Legislature, I'm Eleanor Smith. The Montana House of Representatives advanced a bill Wednesday that would add funding for crisis stabilization services for people in mental health emergencies to the Heart Fund, a state program created in 2021 focused on addiction recovery. Republican Representative Jennifer Carlson is the sponsor of House Bill 557. She said a few days before the bill was heard in committee, several crisis stabilization beds were removed from Montana, something she said upset her. The most important thing when you're having a mental health crisis is to be somewhere where you can be safe and the people around you can be safe and you can be stabilized and you can be evaluated to see what services will help you become successful and not stuck in a crisis situation. The bill passed second reading on a vote of 97-4 and three against the bill. It faces one final vote in the House before moving on to the Senate. Sam Forstag represented the Montana Coalition to Solve Homelessness and was one of the six proponents of the bill at its first hearing on February 22nd. He said providing stabilizing care to people in crisis wouldn't only put them on the path to recovery as soon as possible, but save money in the long run. When we don't adequately fund the most basic of those services, costs are passed on to emergency rooms, to EMS services, to law enforcement agencies, and even to jails when we fail to get these folks the most basic level of stabilizing care. There are no opponents at the hearing. Insurance. For your free quote, go to selectquote.com. That's selectquote.com. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. In the wake of another atypical bovine spongiform encephalopathy or BSE case announced last week in Brazil, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is calling on USDA to halt all imports of Brazilian beef. NCBA's Ethan Lane. This is the third time now we've seen an atypical BSE case just in the last 18 months out of Brazil where they failed to report in anything resembling a timely manner. Uh, everyone else in the world that produces beef reports these cases within a matter of hours or a day or two. We saw, in fact, cases in both the Netherlands and Spain around the same time as this case. Both of those followed that same protocol. In Brazil, it was 35 days between the time they, they logged this positive BSE case back on January 19th and the final reporting here uh, just last week. It's a problem in CBA and elected officials have been trying to solve for many years. 
NCBA is supporting legislation introduced by Montana U.S. Senator John Tester that would halt the imports of Brazilian beef. We're extremely grateful to uh, Senator Tester for working with industry on this and putting bill forward yet again uh, that would hold USDA's feet to the fire a little bit to, to, to finally uh, take some action on this issue. Uh, this is something that's critical to producers around the country. We simply can't allow other countries to be moving product into the United States that aren't following those same protocols that we and the rest of the world follow. Reporting from Washington, D.C., I'm Lane Northland. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks. With Aaron Flint. All right, back to it here with uh, David Noble in the house every Thursday. Yeah, David, I, you, you went through a list of states that are, are working to protect kids that have already signed uh, bills into law to protect kids from this radical transgender agenda. Uh, I am confident that Montana will be on that list here very soon as well. You know, we've got a quick 90-day legislative session. Tomorrow uh, midnight is the transmittal deadline for these non-funding bills to make it through so that they can continue in the process. And uh, uh, these bills protecting kids and these bills uh, protecting parents' rights are all moving forward right now. Yeah, and what I was what I was going to say earlier is um, there's there's this all time classic Ted Cruz uh, U.S. Senate clip, and and I, I assume most folks out there have heard of this is from five five years ago or ten years ago. But Ted Cruz was questioning the Sierra Club founder or the Sierra Club head guy, and Ted Cruz was asking the Sierra Club, "Hey." Are you aware of what the pause is in global warming? And, and are you aware of the fact that, you know, temperatures haven't risen for a certain period of time, even though there was rising CO2? And he was asking him, like, actual questions and making actual arguments and addressing the science. And the Sierra Club founder guy kept, like, you know, turning around and, like, asking for input from somebody. And then he would he would talk to somebody behind his back, sort of. And then he'd, he'd lean forward back into the mic and say, we, we, we believe that 97% of scientists are right. And then Ted Cruz like, okay, I, I understand that that's your position, but what about what about the pause? Are you are you familiar with the pause? And then he, this guy would sort of look around and he come. We we agree with ninety seven percent of scientists that think global warming is man made, and it was just sort of this logical fall. That's a logical fallacy. That's an appeal to authority. That that's not actually address. That's not actually a valid like. Under in logic in psychology, you, took, you take logic in in college, and there's there's specific logical fallacies, and there's ways to make argument. And supporting your argument by simply appealing to some other authority that is a that's like a classic logical fallacy. That is not a valid logical argument. And then there was this recent hearing. Um, in, I think, Arkansas, where some of the state legislatures in Arkansas were, were asking some of the, the a transgender doctor, um, hey, are you are you aware of this huge body of evidence that suggests that this type of uh, treatment and surgeries on minors has horrible, horrible long-term implications? And the response is, uh, we agree with the, you know, the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, that we're, we're, we, we agree with the large body of evidence that said gender affirming. And it was just like, just like they couldn't address the issue they just they, ignore they can, it yeah they just cite to the american academy of pediatrics and american medical association it's an appeal to authority it's it's an actual logical fallacy and that's all i've got yeah and and what's interesting you look at one of the biggest backers of of these radical transgender surgeries and it's this dr lauren wilson 
uh, who came here from some other state. I think she lives in Missoula, and she and she's yeah with the uh, a with the uh, Academy for Basic Pediatric Physicians. They, they had uh, there was a vote a while back where eighty percent of their members voted against this radical nonsense, and the association took no action anyway because see the association it these so many of these associations are fraudulent right now just like uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland was questioned yesterday about about going after parents and targeting parents, uh, weaponizing the federal government against parents who were criticizing school boards. Well, you remember that the, the Biden Justice Department coordinated with the National School Boards Association to be able to do that. And, and as a result, uh, several states, including Montana's School Boards Association, they did away with their membership in the National Association because the National Association was not representing them. Same thing is with some of these medical associations. They are Absolutely. not representing these doctors. They are not representing these nurses. They are not representing these hospitals. They are running them into the ground with their mandates and more. And yet, who is backing uh, th- this radical transgender agenda? The association. Well, and who's making uh, qui bono, qui bono from this stuff? Who's Who benefits? Making, who's who's making all the money? The, the, we've got we've got video of some of these doctors and hospitals literally saying we support this because this creates lifelong patients and it's a huge profit center for us. It's a huge conflict of interest. It's it's a com- but no, what the, the, the these associations? You know, there's only about ten percent of their members that are radical leftists that support yeah. this stuff. But it's those ten percent that will destroy your life. If you disagree with them, and so they're so aggressive, and they're so toxic, and they're, they'll just they'll do everything. And so then the, the other ninety percent kind of get they they don't want to they don't want to have to deal with that. They don't want to have to defend themselves against horrible horrible accusations that they're bad people and all this stuff. So they cave to it. So you've got ten percent of the 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 association dominating the other ninety yeah. percent because nobody's willing to stand up for them. Because who wants to who wants to put their own life on the line? Exactly. Yeah. This this doctor Lauren Wilson in Missoula, she's a crackpot. This doctor. Dr. Koo. There's a Dr. Koo, K-U, in Billings. He's an outright crackpot, if you haven't seen him on Twitter. They were the two with the loudest voices cheerleading these vaccine mandates, cheerleading these mask mandates on against healthcare workers. Huh. And the science didn't back that up, so they lied about the science then. Now they're lying about the science when it comes to transgender surgeries. These two are crackpots that need to be thrown the yeah. heck out of the state of Montana, and any hospital that still associates with these two, what in the world is wrong with you? And why are you still associating with this Montana Medical Association speaking of crackpots? And I have a challenge for, do- for Tester. I have a challenge for Tester. Tester, come out in strong support of, of surgeries for little kids on their genitals. Well, come uh, out. He he spoke out against the bill to protect the kids already, but yeah, why doesn't he step up to the microphone? Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. For the first time in person since before the Russian invasion of Ukraine a year ago, Secretary of State Antony Blinken's met briefly with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov at a G20 summit in India. A senior U.S. official saying Secretary Blinken made three points, that the U.S. would support Ukraine as long as it takes, that Russia should get back on board with the New START nuclear treaty, and that Moscow should release the detained American Paul Whelan. Fox is Jonathan Savage. A five-year veteran of the Chicago police force has been killed in a shootout. The suspect he was chasing critical condition. Fox's Todd Pyro. Hundreds of Chicago police officers gathering on the street to salute the ambulance carrying the body of their colleague to the medical examiner's office. The department calling it a tremendous loss. We'll try to get through this. It's a very difficult time for the Chicago Police Department. That's Police Commissioner David Brown. 
America's listening to Fox News. All right, David Noble, I want to go back to a very important point that you were making here about how these radical leftists will hide behind these associations. Well, we, you ask them real questions with real facts about real science, about real data, and they'll say, well, the association of blanks supports what we support. Well, the, the American Academy of supports what we support. Okay, well, look, look, we can look at the history of some of these associations and tell you, show you some of the bad things they've supported in the past. Uh, but but when especially when it comes to this radical transgender agenda they will say well according to the american academy of black but if you look at where these transgender surgeries have already happened targeting kids the left will say well if we don't if we don't chop these body parts off of these kids if we don't allow them to affirm what they believe their gender is, they're going to commit suicide. Oh, that's one of the when in re- it, It's horrible that they do this. When in reality, Europe, there were European countries that went along with this garbage several years ago, decades ago, and they said, okay, we don't want these kids to k- kill themselves, so let's just do the transgender surgeries on the kids. They fully embraced it. They fully embraced this lifestyle, by the way, too. And yet what happened? Actual number of suicides increased. Uh, I think it was Sweden. They went up by 19 times. But, but these activists in Helena that show up with the drag queens that want to read to your kids, they show up with their masks still on their faces. Dead giveaway, by the way, that you shouldn't listen to a word they have to say if they're wearing a mask at a legislative hearing and they're 22 years old. You know, dead giveaway that they're nuts and that they're fascists and they want to shut down debate and they want to silence you and they want to transform America into something else. But anyway, I'm digressing a lot here. The point being is that the actual facts, the actual science say there will be more disastrous outcomes for these kids across the board if you allow this to happen, if you push this on them. And yet they don't care what the actual science and data has to say about it. No, that's absolutely right. And that's why I thought it, it's so it's so it's so analogous to the global warming thing where where you can you can cite Richard Lindzen, MIT astrophysicist, one of the top global uh, or, or climate scientists in the world, Richard Lindzen, one of the top climate scientists in the entire world that comes out and points out some of the flaws in some of this man-made global warming theory and addresses the actual science and, and offers logical rational explanations about why we should question this theory and their response is well 97 percent of scientists agree with us which is it's, it's a logical fact it's like no address address the actual substance please address the actual arguments and of course when they when they're actually confronted with real questions uh they don't have an answer they'll throw matt walsh out matt walsh made a, an entire documentary where all he did was go ask common sense questions to some of these medical professors and doctors and everybody else that that does this stuff and just very respectful just asking simple, simple questions, and they absolutely lose their minds. They throw them out. It's unbelievable. They want you to listen to certain scientists, but they don't want you to listen to those other scientists. Just like they wanted you to listen to Dr. Fauci, but they didn't want you to listen to those other doctors that were telling you the masks don't work, that were telling you that the mandates don't work, that were telling you... And who was right uh, on that one? Who was right on that one? Who was right there? Who was right in the last three years and who was wrong? More and more studies point out that we were right, but they still want you to listen to them on uh, trans... Great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Uh, David, I thought that was interesting. You and I were talking about, 
you know, how they'll say, oh, well, well, listen to our scientists, but don't listen to those scientists. Listen to our doctors, but don't listen to those doctors. And as we've seen in the past three years with all this COVID craziness, uh, the doctors who were questioning these mandates, questioning these lockdowns, questioning why you would force a jab on healthy young people when COVID-19 isn't even a risk to young people. Uh, those doctors right. were right. But no, 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 the, the government doctors and the association doctors were wrong. But that's who they tell us we're supposed to listen to now when it comes to transgender kids. Anyway, right as you and I were having that conversation, we went to the break. Uh, then there was the promo for the the uh, guest speaker, the headliner for the Big Sky Worldview Forum, who's going to be speaking at the Big Sky Worldview Forum event this weekend. Uh, he's the editor of Technocracy News and Trends. We had him on in the 9 o'clock hour earlier in the week, and he was talking about all of this stuff that, that, that you and I are talking about here this morning. And the way I summed it up, what he had to say is control the science control the people if they can control what the science says if they can say no this is what the science is then they can use that to then control the people whereas whereas we're saying no no no, let's 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 talk about real science so we can free the people it, you yeah. know it's it's a totally different approach they want to control the science so they can control the people we want to use real science and real data so that we can free people yeah there, there's no question and, and kind of two comments on that is is one um there's there's a a, a, St a stanford researcher named john ionitis who who published a story saying why most peer-reviewed science is wrong um a very very highly well-respected uh stanford researcher that explained the peer-review process and of course the the left, you know, they, they don't know how to use common sense. They don't know how to use independent thinking. All they do is call for, hey, whatever whatever the scientists that I agree with say, then you have to agree with it. It's it, it's complete. But here, here's the other, here's the second point. Okay, it, it's not just it's not just the doctors that disagreed with Fauci on all these COVID nineteen issues that got it right. You know who else got it right? Everyday average Montanans and Americans that simply used common sense and critical thinking. You didn't have to be you don't have to be a doctor or a PhD to have come to some of these realizations. And so it wasn't just the other doctors that were right and Fauci and the Democrats and all their doctors were wrong. It was common, normal American people. But the, the, yeah. the thing that bugs me so much about the Democrats is, is you might say you might say, hey, you know, the sky is blue. And they'll say, well, do you have a study? <laughs> you have a study that shows that, you know, and, and, it's, and that's literally how, how they how they yeah. act. And it's like, no, it's it's called it's called my own observations. I looked up at the sky and I sometimes thought common blue. sense is a lot is a, it makes you a lot smarter than than a Ph.D. and spending a bunch of time in school. It, right. yeah, it reminds there was that that sage grouse uh, moment on the, the TV show Yellowstone where, you know, Kevin Costner playing the role of the Montana governor is with his policy advisors. And he's saying, hey, uh he says, why aren't we now? Why aren't we doing this energy project in eastern Montana? Well, because of sage grouse habitat. So we, we don't want this, uh, you know, oil and gas project because of sage grouse, this gas project because of sage grouse habitat. He says, okay, then tell me, why are we doing the solar uh, panel project? Uh, well, and he's like, so the, 
The sage grouse isn't impacted by the solar panels that would tear out a bunch of sage grouse habitat, but the gas project's bad. Well, we don't have a study that says the sage grouse would be impacted by the solar panel. It, it oh, yeah, highlighted yeah. that exact that's, debate. No, that's exactly right. It's that they, they do not allow common sense and independent critical thinking. And of course, the 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 universities are far left, radical left bastions. You have to be you have to be a radical leftist to to get some of these jobs to get attention professor position uh, the, the entire research establishment is often funded by government funding and, and fr coming from Democrats who, who attach strings and and it, for example the global warming research is a perfect example where you've got these Democrats that are using global warming as a political tool and so then they say okay I'll give you a billion dollars to study global warming or I'll give you a billion dollars to study global warming's impact on squirrels or you name it and, and that's how you get that's how you get funding you have it, to kiss the you're not to just, get you're the not, funding. Yeah, you're not just going to study squirrels. You're going to study global warming impact on squirrels. Tonight. But here's the thing. If the Democrats are going to give you a billion dollars to study global warming, um, are, you, are do you think you're going to come back and say, you know what, global warming actually isn't that big of a problem, uh, and maybe it's not, it's not really all that man-made, or we can adapt to it? No, of course not, because then you're not going to get the funding the next time. And that type of financial incentive exists in global warming research. It exists all across the university system, and, and these radical leftists that are conducting these studies are doing th these studies in a purposeful way to do bad science so that they can achieve their own policy objectives and to help Democrats so that they can get more funding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, you you had something, too. So in the 6 o'clock hour, I was talking about Lori Lightfoot, the ousted mayor of Chicago. This ties in with a woke yep. update. Yep. This is kind of its own woke update of the week as well, where the, the oh-so-woke mayor of Chicago uh, she's she's black, she's gay, she's a woman who actually identifies as a woman, apparently. So she checks three right. woke checkboxes. Is she a biologist? Uh, is she, is I don't know. If she says she's a woman, she must be a biologist. She must be able to uh, identify a woman if she's telling us she's a woman. But anyway, uh, she she loses her re-election, doesn't even come in the top two, only has 16% of the vote. She's been an absolute train wreck as mayor of Chicago. Horrific uh, spike in crime and homicides and and uh, carjackings and more. But now she's saying, well, the only reason I didn't get reelected is because she's black and she's gay and she's a woman. Right. So wow. all those all those Dem all the Democrats in Chicago, I guess, are are racist, sexist, homophobes. It must because Chicago is full of Democrats. So she's calling she's calling the Democrats a bunch of racist, sexist, homophobes. Unbelievable. No, Al, what I was going to say is Alan Dershowitz does a does a podcast on YouTube and, and I think on podcast apps, but it's called The Dersh Show. Um, I'm a big fan of Alan Dershowitz because he's actually he's actually a classic liberal. He's not one of these woke radical leftists. He, he's a great constitutional lawyer. He's a so, liberal that actually has yeah. principles kind of like bill maher he's a liberal right. that has principles right and there are still some of those liberals out there and and he's a democrat and, and he admits he's a democrat but but uh he had a really good uh podcast that came out yesterday talking about the Lori lightfoot um thing and and he and it was interesting because he actually went through and defined wokeism he defined liberalism and alan dershowitz is a very 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 smart 
person. And, and he went through and he said, this proves that the American people do not want wokeism. They want common sense. And, and, and Alan Dershowitz said this, this Lori Lightfoot race is very, very telling because this is not, this hasn't happened in 40 years. Uh, she got thrown out of office because she was a, a woke leftist Democrat. And even in Chicago, people don't want that. Even in Chicago, people want the crime situation addressed. They don't want uh, the, the, the COVID insanity that she was pushing. And so I thought that was I thought it was a really good kind of explanation by by Alan Dershowitz. To that's, say. Re- that's really interesting, too. I also think of, uh, you know, from a Montana standpoint, I, I think of Great Falls, Montana. Uh, you know, because I think of Chicago is typically that blue collar working class kind of town, you know, and that's that's how I think of Great Great Falls, Montana, too, is a blue collar working class kind of town, you know, uh, and, you know, guys who used to have union jobs, but those union jobs got shut down by Democrats, basically. But but how I think of it in, in a political context is this way, like Chicago. OK, you, you, they're Democrats. That's how they've always voted. That's how they're always going to vote. They have to vote Democrat. And. And because the Democrat Party has become so radical, you can't be a pro-life Democrat and run for office. And and now you can't even be a a, a white woman or a, a Karen, as Lori Lightfoot would call you. You have to be woke upon woke upon woke upon woke. Uh, and so – so now it's gotten so crazy that the, because the Democrat Party is getting to do what they've always wanted to do, we're seeing the fruits of it. We're seeing how crazy it is. So now people who've always voted Democrat are being like, holy cow, this is insane. But they don't want to change. They won't change immediately overnight. They're not going to do a complete 180. So instead, they're going to vote for a Democrat that doesn't seem to be as bad as Lori Lightfoot. But then things are still going to be bad. And, and I think of Great Falls, Montana, in, in Cascade County. In Great Falls had had kind of been a Democrat Party stronghold. You had some moderate Republicans who would get elected to the legislature out of that area. Well, now you don't need. It's not even moderate Republicans. Conservative Republicans make up the majority in Great Falls, Montana now for the for the legislature, and. And, and I, th- I hope that that's where city, once great cities like Chicago and others will move towards is and, – and anybody who's been voting for these Democrats that realizes the insanity that has developed, you, you know, that they finally say, you know what? John Tester really is no different than a Lori Lightfoot because look at all the craziness coming out of Washington, D.C., and he's a part of it. And so that, that's where I see Great Falls is that it, it was incrementally – we've seen it over the past 10 to 20 years – the, the people who didn't become Reagan Republicans, uh, Donald Trump brought them across the finish line. And so now we don't even need these squishy moderates to win elections in places like Great Falls. No, that's right. That's right. What we need, what we need is good hearted, good faith Americans that have been Democrats their whole lives to finally realize this is not the normal Democrat Party. These are radical extremists that are trying to, dis- to, to destroy the country and everything it's founded on and implement Marxism and you name it. And those are the people that are going to save the country by switching their votes to Republicans. All right. Well said, David Noble. A few minutes left. Uh, we'll jump right back into it here right after this Fox News commentary. Fox News commentary. President Joe admits questions about his age are totally legitimate. Well, no, duh. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. 
new from the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. It had nothing to do with her disappearance. I sit down with the people who lived the nightmares. I was in shock. I was just devastated. The investigators who tirelessly worked on the case. And I really hope that I can catch this guy. Bringing you closer to the story than you ever thought possible. Listen and follow now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. These are the stories that keep you up at night. Joe Biden is the oldest president in history, and I don't think any of you are stunned by that. He says he intends to run again in 2024, at which point he'd be 82 years old. In a moment of self-awareness, he admitted to ABC News' David Muir that questions about his age are totally legit, but all he can say is, watch me. Well, Joe, we've been watching you, and that's why we are concerned. There needs to be a mental competency test given to our president and any future presidents. Democrats now want Joe's mental ability to be off limits when they spent the last seven years attacking Trump for his, and Trump never gave them reason to. Is this how much Democrats don't want Kamala? They'd be willing to throw Joe on the debate stage again and watch him flounder? Or even worse, continue his access to nuclear codes and classified information? In November of 2024, it's up to us to retire Joe once and for all. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless at Outkick.com. This is the Montana Economic Minute. Fact-free discussions about taxes paid by the rich are great fun, especially since the rich don't usually speak up to defend themselves. What you hear usually is an assortment of individual stories about what this or that particular taxpayer paid for this particular tax, perhaps accompanied by a picture of a big house or yacht, Warren Buffett and a secretary, if you will. The implication is clear. The rich don't pay taxes like you or I do. Yet if you bother to look up the actual data, the story doesn't hold up. Every three or four years, the Congressional Budget Office does a comprehensive assessment of who pays taxes. All taxes as a whole. Not a survey, not one tax or one person. All people, all taxes counted up. And every report shows that the top earning 1% or 5% or however you define rich pay a lot more in taxes than the rest of us, both in dollar terms and as a percentage of income. When it's all said and done, they have a lot more money. 50% off tax prep. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. The Ramsey Show. Right now, my wife and I were scared. I've been where you are, and I remember how it feels to have your stomach in your throat, and I know how terrified my wife was. Number one cause of divorce in North America today, money stress. So you guys have to look at each other, take her hands in your hands, give her a big hug, and go, okay, we're doing this together, and we are not going to let this take our marriage. And it's on News Talk. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, just a few minutes left here uh, with David Noble. Uh, David, I, I kind of uh, threw this question to you during the break, but I, I don't know if you got to watch any of the hearing or maybe you heard some of the clips that I played in the 6 o'clock hour of this show, but Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, this is Biden's Attorney General, um, I played, uh, you know, Josh Hawley just absolutely tore into Merrick Garland and so did Ted Cruz yesterday. Ted Cruz went after him for, you know, here you had these people targeting Supreme Court justices at their homes, a violation of federal law. And and Ted Cruz forcefully got Merrick Garland to admit to the fact that not one person has been prosecuted under that federal law. Josh Hawley says, wow, you sit here and claim you don't have the resources you need to protect Americans. Uh, but yet, you, you know, you sent in FBI agents with long guns into a peaceful pro-life Catholic family and, and the jury acquitted that family 
in in one hour because it was so absurd that you were prosecuting them. Uh, and but this Merrick Garland, I, the way I see him is he's this wimpy little man who's angry that he never got his seat on the Supreme Court. And so this wimpy little man is abusing these other powers of, of government to go after his 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 enemies. So so he's a wimpy little man himself, but he uses other people's powers and the government's powers to try to be strong. Yeah, there's there's no question about it. And and the 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 sort of two tier justice system that we have in our country because of Merrick Garland, where you know they they viciously viciously go after any Republican, any conservative, any any minor law. They'll they'll we we do not have equal protection under the laws anymore we have unequal treatment and it's doing serious serious damage to the american people's respect for the rule of law for the department of justice for the fbi i mean i there's a lot of people that say we got to disband completely disband the fbi and the doj because they've become these political tools where the democrats abuse these systems for political purposes and going after school board parents and call, calling you calling uh, Americans terrorists if they if they want to show up at a school board meeting and and, and the way that they've handled uh, you know uh, January 6th and then the way they've handled uh, the the people that are violating federal law federal criminal laws by going after the Supreme Court justices to try to get the Supreme Court justices to change their votes and then and then it, it's just it, it's infuriating when you hear uh, you know Senator Cruz or Senator Hawley asking Merrick Garland basic straightforward questions and he absolutely refuses to answer it good job for, Ted, for for Senator Cruz for finally getting um, for finally getting Merrick Garland to actually answer the question but it is absolutely offensive to the American people that our senators and our representatives can't even get basic straightforward answers out of the Attorney General he this th this guy's the absolute worst yeah yeah he is that's that's for sure uh, there, there's another a local story I want to get your reaction on here in just a second as well hey but first you know uh, springtime I know uh, some of you ranchers out out there are already calving. Some of you got those early calves. I'll bet you wish you had an indoor calving barn for, uh, you know, when those uh, 20 below temperatures were, were going on out there. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if you didn't have one this year, well, don't worry. I know just who can build one for you for next year. Or, hey, maybe you're somebody who's got a camper and a boat and you want indoor storage, or maybe you got a small business and you want some cold storage out back. Well, uh, get a hold of our friends at Aldrich Lumber. Uh, if whether you know you're looking for cold storage or an indoor calving barn or a shop out back, Aldrich Lumber has built everything from a 30 by 40 to a 72 by 200 and everything in between. So check them out, AldrichLumber.com. That's AldrichLumber.com. Uh, David Noble, uh, you know, speaking of uh, the Justice Department, uh, the U.S. Attorney here in Montana uh, is uh, works under uh, the Justice Department and Attorney General Merrick Garland. Big story, KTVQ television, law enforcement officials vow to curb gun violence in Montana. I didn't see any mention of the southern border. You read this story and you realize, wait a minute, this isn't a gun story. This is a drugs story. The drugs story is a southern border story. So to me, if you're not first and foremost talking about our wide open southern border, then 
then you're not really talking about the major issue. Well, right, and, and then you're not talking about the the issues that's driving uh, the, the crime rates, and th- I think that's absolutely preposterous. To, to I mean, and, and look, everybody agrees. Like in in Billings, we have like shootings all the time. It, I mean, it is ridiculous how many shootings we have. But the guns aren't the problem. We got a lot of other problems: drugs, the southern border, breakdown of family unit, mental health problems. You name it, all those things. Where, where is he addressing those issues? And look, look, let's be honest. We can we can laugh about Lord. Lightfoot all we want, but we got liberals running the city of Billings right now. So you wonder why we got problems like Chicago? Well, yep. you got a liberal city council that's a part of the problem as well. David Noble, always a pleasure. That pleasure. time flew by. My pleasure. Thanks.